The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup book series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. I'm excited that you're here with me today, and I have a fabulous guest today. Shelby Burkett is her name, and she has a women's fashion and design um, store and here in Tyler, Texas. I wanted to... so. Shelby will be visiting with you in a few minutes, but before I want to go into the second wind, Shelby, as you will see, is a very young woman, and she did go into her second wind fairly early in life. Second wind, as you know, is about getting that extra push or changing something in your life and getting the energy to go on and face it. It can be difficult, it can be scary, and it can be just what you need to put life and enthusiasm and really live the life of joy. So second wind is about creating that life that is so exciting and so promising. When I was visiting and preparing for this show, I remembered the time as a little girl where I had dolls. And I don't know that little dolls are played with as much anymore. My daughter didn't play with them very much. But when I was a little girl, I had a doll, and it was called the Jenny Lynn doll. And she had lots of clothes. And I kept dressing that little doll. I can remember I spent hours dressing that little doll. And then if I did, if I got tired of Jenny Lynn, which had the real thing, real dresses, real outfits to put on, real shoes, then I could always go to the paper dolls and play with those. But it was all about fashion. And I loved fashion as a little girl. And when I ask my coaching clients to reconnect with their passions, where, they're, where they found joy in their young lives, many times that's where you can find joy in your adult life. And so it is that I love dressing. It's a part of my personality. And I think Shelby would agree that she does a great job in providing me with some of those clothes that I enjoy wearing. But when I was researching, I sort of went to the history of clothing and textiles, and it is exclusively part of the human characteristic. 
and is a feature of most human societies that we like to dress. And anthropologists really started us out with animal skins and vegetation that covered us because of cold or heat or rain, especially as humans migrating to different climates from the warm season to the cold season or if we physically moved to different parts of the country. Clothing and textiles have been important in human history and reflect the materials available to our civilization. Textiles defined as spun fibers made into yarn have created our fabrics and appeared in many of the East where fashion started. Over a hundred years ago, I found it just fascinating to read about the history of fabrics and how it got into our everyday life. The needle, the hand-sewn needle, and most of the clothing was, once we elevated, I guess, from the uh, leaves and other natural fibers, then we went into spun fabrics, and they, they were usually made for the individual. And I must admit, they were probably made for the special individual where they could have many outfits. But even the common man had his clothing made by hand back in the day, in the way, way, way back day. So we're going to be talking about fashion as well today. And I found that to be very fascinating. Fashion is a particular style or practice, especially the way we we wear clothing, it's in the footwear, it's accessories, it's makeup, it's body, it's body piercing that we use to create our uh, personalities, to display our personalities, to share how we feel about color and dress and style. The market is pretty well set by four major fashion capitals, and they are Paris, France, Milan, Italy, New York City, and London, England. And I'll bet Shelby has spent more than one trip, as well I do know, in New York City. So I'm going to welcome Shelby now, and we'll get some more of these facts as we go along. But Shelby, how are you out there? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a very fascinating subject today. As you know, I'm a big fashion lover. And so I was thrilled that you were interested in coming on the show and talking about fashion. Well, thank you. Yeah. But first... I want you to tell me a little bit about your history. How did you get interested in fashion? I shared with you how I got interested, but how did you get interested in fashion? Well, really, it didn't start until I started working here at Mary V's. Um, I was 18 years old, 
And um, I actually wanted to um, do something in the medical field. Uh, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Mm-hmm. And um, so I really hadn't ever thought about anything until I started working here. And I fell in love with going, you know, the previous owner, VN, took me to market uh, when I was 18 years old. And I just enjoyed the whole process. It wasn't just about, you know, the love of clothes and everything, but, but it was the process of buying them, finding what worked for, you know, your customers. And it was also the business side of it. And then the same thing, we, um, I did play with dolls. Uh, we played with Barbie dolls, actually, more so uh-huh. than baby dolls. <laughs> but um, we really enjoyed um, dressing them up, and we would spend hours as little girls uh, dressing up Barbie dolls and just having them look all cute. And um, we even um, attempted to make clothes for them. So, you know, it, it was kind of um, in me to, to, you know, dress up um, Barbie dolls, and now here I'm doing this, you know, that for You're a living. You're still dressing Barbie dolls, aren't <laughs> I'm still dressing Barbie dolls. <laughs> well, the interesting thing about you is that, even going back further into your makeup, um, you came from a family that has all girls, correct? Yes. There's How seven many girls? girls? Seven girls in our family. Seven girls. Yes. Which I think is really uh, amazing. <laughs> it, oh, it was wonderful. And the only thing we ever thought about were clothes. That's the only thing we thought about. <laughs> Did you share all those clothes? No, we did not. We you each didn't had our share own. your clothes? No, we did not. We had our own individual clothes and, and um but however, um uh sisters would steal each other's clothes and then that would cause fighting, so Oh of course. <laughs> now you're in what number are you? I'm smack dab in the middle. You're in the middle. Yes, three older okay. and three younger. Okay. And another thing that I thought was unique about some of your family principles is that you were all homeschooled. We were. We were. um, We actually, uh, we were in private school uh, when we were younger. And then when we moved to Tyler, um, we were not in, well, we weren't in Tyler, but anyways, we were not in the best school district at the time. And Mm -hmm. our parents hadn't sent us to public school. So my mother decided to homeschool us. Uh, she thought that was the best decision for us at the time, and it was um, quite a um, um, quite a huge step for her to take as an individual. But um, you know, she was very regimented. We had to get up very early in the mornings and go running, and um, you know, she stayed on top of us uh, pretty hard. <laughs> so you started out with PE. We so did. We did. We building had to go, the structure. We had to go running every morning. Then we came back and had breakfast. And while we ate breakfast, we had, you know, Bible. So, and then after that, we would go and do each of our, uh, you know, different subjects. Ah. So, and then we had an Internet, you know, program and a video program that we would uh, do our school from, too. Well, homeschooling in East Texas is very um very big. There's quite a few that homeschool it is. here. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It definitely is. And like I said, it was just what my parents felt like at the time in their life and in our life that it was just the right decision for them to make. And it was it was a it was a big sacrifice on both of their parts. Yes, it is. Um, it's true parenting, full time oh, parenting. Well, it, it definitely is. To take on homeschooling. I respect them for doing it. I don't know if I can do the same. <laughs> Well, you have one child now, so you 
think of multiplying that times seven. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are almost ready for our break. And so uh, we will be coming back to talk with Shelby more about her interest in fashion and how she created and decided to to continue a business that was new to her as uh, the leader and the boss. But she had spent a couple years or more working on becoming knowledgeable about the field. So... Shelby, we are going to be back with you very shortly. Thank you. And we're going to talk more about the biz and how you got there. Sounds great. All right. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We have a fabulous guest this morning, Shelby Burkett, owner of Mary V's, a design store here in, fashion design store here in Tyler, Texas. Shelby is sharing with us her uh, second win where she very early in life decided to take on the major job of owner and manager of a fashion store. So this is all pretty exciting to us because I bet at that time, Shelby, you had a thought or two of, uh, well, can I or is this really meant for me? 
Oh, of course. Of course. I think anybody yeah. who goes into business, it's um, it's definitely a jump that you take. And, and in a sense, I think um, any time you go into business, it's also it's a gamble. You know, you yeah. don't know if it's going to be successful. Um, I had, because I had worked here um, at a young age and mm-hmm. the business was established, um, yes. you know, I could go and, you know, start my own business, which I did think about doing that and starting my own business. Um, you know, store, and but the business, had, you know, now it's been in business forty nine years, and wow. it had history, and so I loved that history of it. Yeah, Glenn and Vianne Hines started that store. Or no, actually, Vianne's mother started the she store. She did. It started yes. in Oklahoma, and then it was brought here to Tyler in sixty four. Yes, yeah. And then when did Glenn and Vianne take that store over? Do you um, they, remember those years? You know, I don't remember the exact date. I know, it, I believe it was in the um, later 70s. I, I'm, I'm uh-huh. not 100% sure. Well, if Vianne's out there, she can call in and tell us, and I know she's listening, 877-864-4869. And that's our call-in number, and we'd love to know the year that you and Glenn Vianne started this store or joined this store, because you did give a long history to Tyler. Certainly but did. T- tell me what uh, what gave you the strength. I believe, you know, we start with a very strong base. So what was the strength that uh, moved you forward? What did you get early on? Well, for one thing... Um and my mother could definitely testify to this, I was a very strong-willed child, and um, I did take a lot of discipline. Um, But, uh, you know, so, you know, I had had this will, you know, already built within me just in my make. But both Uh of my parents um, are entrepreneurs. They both Mm -hmm. um, have successful businesses, and my grandparents uh, were also. So we had a history of business owners and... um, and, you know, my mom had stepped out there um, after my parents were divorced. She stepped out there and just decided to open her own, you know, business just on a, a whim. She thought, I can do this. And she did. And she has built it um, in the last 11 years as a very successful business. Oh. So, she, um, so you know, my parents really gave me a lot of uh, drive to, um, um, to open my own business. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so, with that background that was a natural thing for you to step out and take the leadership role and when I married um I had married my husband he was my high school sweetheart and so Mm -hmm. he also really you know pushed me said you can do this and Mm -hmm. he was the one that really pushed me to because at the time I was thinking of going and opening my own store and Mm -hmm. he's the one who pushed me to buy the store from Vianne and to have her sell the store to us and, well, and I'm so glad he did because, like I said, it it had history. It had a built-in clientele, and I loved I loved Mary B's, and I loved what it stood for. So it was such a treat to to really you know be able to buy that. Right. Well, what were some of the doubts that you had at the time? Because now you bought this store in what year? I or bought you actually it in two thousand and eight, um, and. Um, three months after I bought it, uh, the stock market uh, crashed, oh. and it was also an election year, which affects any business. It's, you know, I mean, it's just people are, 
wanting to know which way it'll turn. And yeah. so um, I did not uh, plan for this. I obviously did not plan for the stock market to crash. No, and, nobody did. <laughs> no. And, Let me um, share. That was probably, I will say, the scariest moment in my life um, up to this point um, uh-huh. because here I was, I was a young kid um, of 23, and I had taken this big step out there, and I, I you know, I thought, how am I going to make it through this? And um, it's amazing from that point, from five years ago, where I have, you know, come now, um, just in my my thinking and my, you know, processing of, of you know, different circumstances and, in, in, you know, um, our country and the economy. And I, I don't think things the same. Um, mm-hmm. I don't worry about things as much as I did. Um, to be honest, the God has really kind of, my faith has grown so much because, you know, one of the things I've learned is I don't, I can't control everything. No matter what I do, um, I can't control the circumstances. But if I, you know, trust, you know, God, he'll, and give him control, it just eases my mind so much. And so it's just one less thing for me to worry about. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, Keeping that business going, there's big transitions, I think, because you are a much younger woman, and I know a lot of the clientele that came into Mary V's were all different ranges, but there were a lot of older clients as well. So in thinking about those clients, how have you tried to position yourself to serve and are you still serving the same client? Because there's a lot of thought and process that you have to do as well as we do on coaches. What is, who is our audience? And how are we going to best serve them? Well, so, anybody who has a business, you know, whether it be a clothing or any type of retail, you have to think about who your target market is. Yes. And, you know, because... Uh, Mary V's did already have a built-in target market. I wanted to keep that. And I also wanted to add two. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, to bring new people in. Um, I am, you know, I was young, obviously, when I, you know, took the business over. So I think people automatically thought that I would make it a young store and have nothing but short shorts and tank tops. And, um, (laughs) but you know, that's not what I did. Um, I had been here since I was 18, and so I knew who my customer was. I had a very good idea of what they liked. And, um, um, and, you know, it constantly changes because, like I said, you're always wanting somebody new and to bring new people in. And so, yes. um, but I, I did have a good idea of who I was buying for at the very beginning. Yeah. And, and so that, you know, that helped that I had had some time here instead of just jumping out there and trying to create, you know, an entire new uh, target market. Mm. Just from a client's perspective, I can see that the range of your clothes is pretty balanced. You I, have the young person and you also have the older person, which I, think I so. fall into. Well, what I try to do is, for instance, I try to have clothes that um, I myself you know, would wear. And my mother might wear the same thing but wear it in a different way. And then yes. I have things for my mom that she would wear, but her mother might wear in a different way. And so I really wanted a generational store. You know, obviously we do have some, 
things that are definitely young that, you know, my mom won't wear. But for the most part, I really have tried to make it where it's really for any age. It just depends on how you wear it. One person might wear it with, you know, a pair of short shorts, and the other person might wear it with a great pair of, you know, flowy pants. So um, I really try to kind of uh, be a little bit, you know, diverse and also, um, uh, you know, keep it, Keep it for any age. Right. And so, yes, we, you know, we have things from, I say, from uh, 20-year-olds all the way up to, you know, 95. Yes. Um, now, you carry in your store, do you refer to your store as a store or a shop or how do you refer to the your store? Mm-hmm. A store. The store. Do you carry the different items of fashion are jewelry and clothing, correct? Yes. Yes, and then we carry um, some accessories. We carry um, handbags and belts and things like that. And, and we have Scarves. some plans in the future to, you know, carry some different things. So. Right. Yeah. Um, are you ever going to expand to shoes? We're, we're possibly thinking about it. That's, and it's a big step. But um, we are actually moving um, next year. And so we're moving uh, to South Tyler. Uh, we've right. been in this location for um, since '64, so it was a big move for us to to make this decision. But mm-hmm. I think it's a necessary move um, um, for us, and and it's just an opportunity uh, just to grow the store. And right. so we're moving to South Tyler, and so we do. We're definitely going to be doing a couple of new things when we go down there that people haven't seen from Mary B's uh, before mm-hmm. or in quite a long time. Right. So will you be actually adding more floor space to we your will. store? Mm-hmm. Well, ah. we'll be a, a, a pretty big size store. So um, we are. We're going to be, um, we're a good size now. We have 4,500 square feet um, now, and then we're going to be um, even bigger. Yeah. So I'm excited. Well, <laughs> yeah. What Now, I've heard comments about, oh, I can't afford to go into uh, Mary V's. And what are your price? Price points, because that's, I know you're thinking of the younger woman. Well, for one thing, I want anybody to feel welcome in our store. Um, uh, you know, even if it's, we have some people come and take a look and say, hey, I just want to see what the your fashion trends are. I can't, you mm-hmm. know, I can't shop in here, but I want to see what your fashion trends are. And I feel honored that they would even come and think of us. Uh, you know, that way. But, you know, our price range has changed. At one time, you know, we were very couture. And so Mm -hmm. we do have um, some higher priced things. But I really tried to bring some lower priced things in so that anybody can come and and shop. And also a great place to get a a gift for somebody. You know, not everybody's wanting to spend, you know, $250 on a gift. And so I did bring some lower things and so that, you know, they can get something special from Mary V's. Right. Well, I think you have fabulous sales as well. We do. So. In fact, we have a wonderful one going on right now. <laughs> yeah, good. We do. We have the best sales in town. So <laughs> You do. I'll be right down. But we're going to be breaking shortly to go on. But I'm going to talk about the fashions because there's a new way of shopping these days, and it's called the Internet, and it's made a tremendous difference to shopping, and I was very surprised when you shared with me the other day that you have 
internet business. I guess I hadn't thought of it. So that's really fabulous to know. And it's good for the uh, people listening that are far away to check in. We want to give all your information so that they can find you on the internet and you can get some business and they can get some good things. That sounds great. Okay. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman? Too polite to be political? Too nice to be real? Tame, even though you really want to be unleashed? Like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending? Well, Cinderella has left the ball, and it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings. Welcome to Le Chic Speak, the polite woman's guide to self-expression, with your host, Host Jen Duchenne. Le Chic Speak is the Woohoo Radio Network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices so you can be seen, heard, appreciated, and celebrated. Join us on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for your weekly dose of Le Chic Speak with your host Jen Duchenne. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse. Involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. You are listening to Second Wind with Joyce Buford and to my fabulous guest, Shelby Burkett, owner of Mary V's. Mary V's is a specialty store here in Tyler, Texas, and Shelby offers beautiful fashions, beautiful, affordable fashions to her clients. Shelby, tell me why, tell me the difference in a specialty store and a department store. Well, there's quite a difference. Um, for one thing, um, I really, you know, shop the markets trying to find some unusual different things that you can't find in department stores. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that really sets us apart and has um, ever since we've been in business since 64 is our service. Um, mm. We have, um, 
wonderful sales staff here, and yeah. they are all about finding your, what your needs are. So we're wardrobe, we're wardrobe builders. So we will mm. take things that you've bought in the past and build on them. Um, mm-hmm. And so if there's something specific, you know, that you are looking for to go with another item that you may have bought, you know, somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, bring it in and we set a dressing room up for you and we make it very easy. Um, you know, a lot of my staff that has been here, one lady has been here 30 years. Um, every, you know, we have... Wow. We have another one, I think, that's been here uh, 20 years and mm-hmm. um, another one 10. And so we have a uh, – they, they've been in this industry for so long, and they know so well what they're doing. They're professionals, like I say. They are right. definitely professionals. And so um, – but our, our service, I think, is definitely what sets us, uh, sets us apart. And then um, relationships. You know, we're not just about um, uh, selling, you know, an item, but we want something, of course, that makes you uh, – feel good and look good, and um, I feel so blessed that I've got to do this, uh, that I am able to do this for um, a career because I am able to spend time with some of the dearest friends that I have, you know, that Mm -hmm. I just met through customers, Mm -hmm. like yourself. Well, I know working with, thank you, I know working in your, with your um, sales staff that many times if you buy an item from a previous season and they see a new item come in they can call and and show you a new piece to update and refresh an old piece of uh clothing and i like that about a specialty store like i said it's it's about building and it's about building on your wardrobe and getting the most use out of your clothes too right yeah so I like that things don't go in and out of your wardrobe. Many times they can be adjusted by one single piece of, of course. clothing. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, so I like that. Um, it's always fun to go back and see a familiar face and somebody that knows immediately when you walk in what you like to buy, what you like not to buy, what you look good in and and the colors. So they more or less are your um, uh, stylist. Yeah, Yeah, your personal shopper Mm -hmm. working with you. So when you go to market, you're obviously thinking of clients as you watch the uh, fashion shows. Of course, of course. When when I sit down to buy, you know, I may see, you know, one thing that I'm like, okay, this is definitely that person. And, yeah. you know, I'm going to get it in her size. The other thing that we do differently than department stores is I do not buy a run of sizes. I do not want 12 of the same thing going out in, in town. Tyler is small. And yeah. now we're always able to order, but at the same time, I want to keep things special. And, okay. um, you know, so I don't buy a lot of the same thing. And so, um, uh, you know, the other thing is, you know, we have a wonderful event here in Tyler called Rose Festival. And, you know, we have several different gowns. Well, I want to make sure that if somebody buys a gown from me, that I don't sell the same gown to another person to that event. I can't help it, obviously, if they buy it somewhere else. But it's not going to come from Mary V's. The same thing's not going to come from Mary V's. You know, I want to make that person, you know, feel and look special. For our listeners that are far away, um, every year we have a festival called the Rose Festival that is a uh, tourist event as well as it's honoring the Rose um, 
industry here in Tyler, Texas. And what is uh what helps us celebrate that is that we do a presentation of young girls locally and from uh, young girls that are sponsored from all over the United States that would come and be presented during this uh, event. And there is a ball that follows the event. So anyway, it's a uh, festival time for the city. And that's what she was referring to when she said the Rose Festival that comes every year. Well, the fashion industry, although it started in Europe and and America, but now it's almost become a global industry for sure. They quoted in this fashion industry uh, information that I was gathering that, and I thought this was really funny, Shelby, but you're probably very much aware of this, that an American fashion company might buy the source fabric in China and have the clothes manufactured in Vietnam, finished in Italy, and shipped to a warehouse in the United States for distribution to outlets. Is that really yes. true? Well, on, in some cases. Um, yeah. Um, we have, have seen through time that a lot of things, of course, aren't made here in the U.S. However, I really try to support U.S.-made uh, companies, and that yeah. means the fabrics are made here, and they are um, uh, assembled here, and they are distributed from here. Um, but, however, there are a lot of companies that are, you know, I mean, it, it does take that route. And then we have some that are just directly from Europe. We have several lines that are just directly from Europe. Yeah. So that means the fabric is from there or the, the fabric? The fabric is from there and they are um, uh, made there and distributed from there. Ah. Well, it's amazing that how much the industry has changed, but I guess the rest of the United, many of our industries, the car industry, many of them have totally changed uh, just due to economics. Uh, they try to go to out of the United States, but at the same time, that puts the United States in a, a difficult position. But the another game player in this industry is the media. Um, they almost, in some respects, dictate what we will be wearing the next season, and just by their publicity and who they follow and. Uh, how much that's publicized on TV as well as the uh, fashion magazines. Is there any, do you take your cues from the market or do you look at magazines or how do you really focus your buying when um, you go to market? Not in just one area. Yes, some things from market. Um, like you said, I do go to New York uh, market. And then there are a couple of smaller markets in New York that just carry a lot of European lines. And so uh, it's just a European market. And then uh -huh. I do have other markets that, you know, have just a mix of, of different lines, of course, U.S.-made lines. So, yes, I do get some from market, but um, reading magazines, uh, doing research on the Internet, um, all sorts of different avenues uh, to get the fashion trends for um, the next season that I'm buying right. for. So yeah. it's not just, not just one place. Um, do I get yeah. them from? And they're they are constantly changing. And there's also um, definitely some fashion things uh, that that are very popular that I would never ever ever buy for my store. Uh. 
because yeah. I don't think anybody should be wearing them. Yeah. And so, um, you know, for example, uh, um, one thing that was very popular um, this spring and last fall was the pajama suit. And it literally was a suit that looked like PJs, like men's oh. PJs, you know, a button down and, and silk pants. Now, mm. um, I'm not going to buy that trend for, you know, my store. But, however, um, I did take a, um, I, you know, they took that pajama suit and they changed it and they did a lot of print on print um, uh. with that. And so that's something, you know, I may not take something that looks quite as unstructured as uh, a PJ suit, but um, get more structured pieces with print on print. Right. Yeah. Well, but the media and the social internet that we have has certainly provided you with additional clients, correct? Oh, it has. I um, I am quite surprised. It, t- it took me a while to kind of get on the uh, bandwagon, but um, th- I am greatly uh, and pleasantly surprised how well, um, for one thing, our Facebook has done. Um, mm-hmm. We have a lot of customers that come and visit Tyler, and then we have... Um, several customers that have never even been to our store that are shopping through our Facebook page and they call us and they, you know, will be like, okay, we want this, this, and this. Do you have anything like that? And so we'll send yeah. it to them. Yeah. And so we also, um, we, you know, work through email. We send uh, special advertising and promotions through our email. And um, we're also working right now on getting our website page up and going. Well, how do uh people find you on Facebook? We are at, um, our Facebook page is Mary, M-A-R-Y, V as in Victor, S, Mary V's, um, and that's on Facebook. And then we also have, we have two Facebook pages if you can't find us that way. Mary V-S by Shelby, S-H-E-L-B-Y. And that's also another Facebook page. Any difference in the two? Well, one is a business page, and the other okay. one is a friends page. Um, we started the other one not realizing the benefits that would be brought from a business page. Um, and uh-huh. so we are now switching everything over to just our Mary V's uh, page. Uh-huh. And, and that's how most people uh, will buy. Do you have a percentage of how much business you get through that? Do you know, I'm not 100% sure um, on, on that, uh, what the percentage would be. Um, I just know it keeps us busy every day. And we yeah. also have, um, I really, really want to encourage uh, people to um, go onto our Facebook page because, like I said, we are uh, trying to get our e-commerce website up and going this year. And so mm-hmm. people will be able to buy directly from a website. And so we have some really, really neat things that are going to be in the work um, for Mary Bees and um, on our uh, website page and very uh, diverse um, um, price, well, very different price ranges. Yeah. Oh, this sounds really exciting. And it is the way of the future. It is. Where our clients go to the internet it and is. buy. It's- and however, we're really trying to get people to come in and you, you know, or to call and let us still be that personal shopper for them. Well, we'll be back with Shelby as she shares more of her wonderful ideas about her second wind in the fashion market. Thank you. With Joyce Buford, after this short break. Get ready for resources, tools, and support to help you build a successful business and live an awesome life. It's the Women's Business Success Show with your host, founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. 
Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each show will feature a special guest interview. Cheryl will bring you highly successful entrepreneurs sharing their stories of success. You'll hear about the challenges they faced along their journey together with the advice they have to help you achieve more. You'll also hear from various personal and business development experts sharing tips, solutions, and strategies that you can easily implement into your business and life for amazing results. For more on Tara and her show, check out her website, aofwe.com. Then join us for the Women's Business Success Show with your host, the founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you yearning to connect with those close to you who have passed on? Do you feel you'd be more at peace or more in balance in your life if you could only have that connection? Now you do. It's time for Alex Laws and the Alex Laws Hour. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Alex discovered an incredible balance that allowed him to listen and receive messages from the other side. Not your traditional psychic medium. Alex has spent the last 27 years as an endurance athlete and entrepreneur. At the core of Alex's abilities is his knowing that in order to open one's soul to the universe, one must open their heart to being authentic. The wisdom Alex has shared from those beyond the veil has helped at an international level and changed people's lives and sometimes, too, their direction in life. Need help with your life or business direction? Tap into the spiritual realm of Alex Laws. For more information, check out alexlaws.com. Then join us for the Alex Laws Hour with Alex Laws, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, here on The Rock. Star Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are so happy to have you with us for our final segment, visiting with my fabulous guest, Shelby Burkett, owner of Mary V's in Tyler, Texas. Now, Shelby, we have shared uh, your information on Facebook, but I really want you to share all of your information so that people can come to your store. They can also... um, go to you by internet or however else go to you by the phone would be good too yes well um of course you can go onto facebook um if you would like any additional information they're welcome to email us um our email address is mary it's m-a-r-y b as in victor s as in sam tyler t-y-l-e-r dot com and um our telephone number is 903-595-5111 and um like I said, we have uh, people all over the country that we ship to and, and deliver things to. So, well, you know, we're talking about fashion and the second wind that you had. And although I think some people think of second wind coming later in life, I also think that second wind can come very early in life, as you had sort of focused your life to go in one way, and then oops. You found another love. Well, I don't know if that means there's a third wind to come. (laughs) (laughs) There's many winds to come. We just keep calling them second wind because the idea is that you get the energy to go forward. That's right. Into a new direction. But share with us what's in right now in the fashion world. 
Well, if you were to give us five things, what would they be? Well, for one thing, and we've seen the skinny pants for a long time, uh, we'll continue to see them into the fall. But um, uh, wide leg pants are are very much so in um, going into this fall, which is such a nice um, nice change for us since we've had such a narrow leg for a while. And the other thing is prints are huge. Uh, we saw them um, a little bit last fall and very much so this spring. And in the fall, we are going to see a lot of fabulous, great prints. Um, color. Uh, color is um, typically, you know, brown and grays and blacks. And then you always have a few pops of colors for the fall. But that's not the case um, uh going forward, and I'm saying the fall because that's our next season that we're going into, Um, but color is very big. We saw tons of color this spring, and uh, we're going to continue to see a lot of great, fabulous color um, in the fall, too. Um, The other thing is um, we're really seeing a lot of it uh, to accessorize. You know, it's not all about, you know, the simple. We're seeing a lot of great, big statement necklaces, big statement earrings. Um, We're seeing Mm -hmm. fabulous uh, handbags. Um, we're uh, actually going back to a little bit more of a ladylike handbag rather than the big um, hobo-style uh, uh, handbag. Mm. We're seeing yeah. a lot of great structured handbags. So um, fashion's fun because it always changes. There's something new out there every season to get excited about. And mm-hmm. so um, uh, I enjoy it every time I, I go and, and, and buy at market. Mm. It's, it's yeah. great, and then when it comes in, it's like Christmas every day trying, you know, seeing what <laughs> I bought, you know, several months back for the store. So, Well, is the bling still as big as it has been? You know, Texas is famous for its bling, but is that still part of the jewelry scene? You're seeing a little bit. You're seeing a lot of great metals. Um, uh-huh. And then, yes, you are seeing um, um, there's a sparkle is always uh, popular. So um, you are seeing a lot of that. But, you know, the statement necklace, a big statement necklace, whether it does have, you know, mm. kind of crystals in it or whether it is, um, uh, you know, more of a metal, you know, centered mixed metal necklace. Um, but, you know, big statement pieces are, are very popular. Now, right. So. Well, one of the things that I don't see as much of it that I used to love to attend as well as occasionally I even got to walk the ramp myself, but style shows, they don't seem to be the thing that women do as much anymore. Oh, we love them, and we still do a lot of wonderful style shows. In fact, we have a great style show here in Tyler um, that we're going to be doing in uh, September. But um, I love a style show. I think it's such a nice way for somebody to see how to put something together. And um, and then we do a lot of things in, in, in store also. So um, I think it's such a treat. You don't see a lot of, you know, uh, like at market, they used to do style shows every single market, and they they don't do that all the time. But you know, occasionally they will still have a style show that you're able to see a whole bunch of different things put together. Yeah, when you are now, we talked about the four major centers for fashion uh, announcing fashions. Yeah. Uh, do you have a dream to go to any of those other locations? Well, of course. What woman doesn't? <laughs> no, of <laughs> course I be? do. Of course I do. 
And, you know, um, Paris is very much, um, and uh, like I said, we used to be, uh, in fact, Mary Dees used to go to uh, Europe um, for market. But um, Really? Yeah, we did. That's when we were couture. And so we, ah. we are not anymore. We don't carry that price range. We don't have, you know, $2,000 right. jackets anymore. Yeah. So right. Um, I will definitely go and take a, you know take a look at uh, one day. I definitely will go and and uh, go to some of the runway shows, um, but necessarily you know buying for the store, um, you know. But just I, for the I don't experience. know if we're going to be able to carry Versace in here, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, we all have dreams of, and we should have dreams of where we want to go and who we want to see, and certainly the dream for you, I think you're saying, is Paris. Is that correct? Oh, I would love to go to Paris. I would, and uh, or Milan. I, you know, either one. I don't care. Right. <laughs> well, you could go to plane. London. <laughs> London is the fourth one. London is great. Now, London um, fashion, it, it's very different than the others. Um, you, uh, France has always been a little bit more of um, a forward fashion. Yes. And um, so. You know, all of them have different aspects that they bring, including um, U.S. and you know New York. Um, sure. It's just it's different. It's a different design, and so um, I do get to pick up a little bit of those uh, fashion trends in New York um, when I'm up there buying because of all the European lines that do come. And you said they have their own fashion show. Well, they have their own market. A lot of them are mixed in uh, with um, a market, with a big uh-huh. market there. But then there's a lot of individual markets that are just European lines, and that's all that you can buy are European lines. And uh-huh. then they also have showrooms that we go to, and you literally will go into a room, and they'll have all their clothing uh, lined up on the wall, and you just pick out what you want to buy. Okay, say I'm a I'm a, a shopper, and I would like, and I, I, you may not have very many clients like this, but if I'm particularly interested in one designer, could I send you an email that says I like this designer? Of course and, you can. I love, yeah. love when customers do that. I love uh, getting feedback, you know, oh, I saw this line, you know, can you check it out? Now, I can't always say that, I, you know, I'm going to buy it, you know. Um, yes. It may not be... Uh, um, you know, for my clients in a whole. But yeah. um, I love that feedback. I absolutely love that feedback. Well, it, you can at least have the entree to go into the showroom and perhaps start a relationship that you yes. can maybe order an item from them. I don't know if that's possible. I don't, well, typically I not. Know. You have to typically have minimum orders. But, yeah. you know, like I said, um, I love the feedback. And, you know, sometimes, in, I mean, I'm using feedback from my sales staff, of course, but I love hearing what customers like and what they'd like to see more of. Right, yeah. So what's it like every day in the in the world of sales in your store? Well, you know, um, every day is new, and so, uh, uh, like I said, you know, you can't control what goes on. I can just control how I um, uh, react to certain circumstances. Right. Um, my days are different every day. Of course, I am a mother, and so I um, uh, struggle balancing that. And the mother of a mother. I How have old? a two-year-old. She just turned two, <laughs> and she is a mess. And she is a face of Mary B. She was up here. Um, uh, pardon the pediatricians, but when she was three days old. Nobody held yeah. her, but <laughs> she was up here. And so yeah. um, um, 
and she was able to be up here with me until recently, and now she's such a busy little thing that um, she stays at home now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm also thinking of the woman that possibly has made a, a life change and is interested in doing some work and loves fashion as a sales position that she might find that as a good position. You know, not so much in your store, but it is an, in an interesting position for it people. It is. Well, and it's it's so much fun. Like I said, it's, you really get to build relationships. And mm-hmm. it's, um, it's not about selling just a piece. You know, we can sell pieces all day long, but it's about helping, you know, that individual find um, a great outfit for a special occasion or, um, you know, maybe a dress for, you know, their son's wedding or uh, right. maybe a dress for a party or an outfit for a party. Um, and then it's also about building on their wardrobe, too, finding yeah. things that work and that they will enjoy. I mean, we, we haven't done our job well if, if customers aren't enjoying what they bought. Yeah. Well, we have just a few minutes left before we leave today's show. So I want you to tell, again, your information about how to get you so that people can connect. Yes, it's, um, like Joyce said, it's Mary V's in Tyler, Texas. You can Google us, of course. And our Facebook page is Mary V's, that's V-S, by Shelby. That's our private page. And then we also have another one, Mary V's. And then um, our email address is Mary, M-A-R-Y, V as in Victor, S as in Sam, Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R.com. Oh, excuse me, at Google.com. And our telephone number is 903-595-5111. Well, Shelby, this has been so much. Gmail.com. I don't know what I've been doing this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Mary V's Tyler at (laughs) gmail.com. Well, definitely. I haven't had my coffee. One way or the other, but it's been a real thrill having you on the show today, sharing your secrets and knowing that there are such wonderful young women out there creating new paths for uh, other people to enjoy. The fashion industry is certainly an exciting industry, and I think you, for my part, I think you picked a perfect one. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. I enjoy it. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for being here with us and for sharing today. And for my listeners, Second Wind is full of surprises, and it's full of wonderful promise. So tune in next week for Second Wind with Joyce Buford. Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at the same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest. Second Wind.